Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. It is time for another episode of the Entrepreneurial You podcast, and I am super, super excited. Of course, I'm your host, Henneka Watkins-Porter. If you caught last week's episode with Charlene Money Coach, oh my gosh, what an excellent episode it was. We had a great conversation. Charlene dived into her personal story of overcoming money shame and anxiety. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Tees, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Having hit rock bottom, she decided to make a change in her relationship with money. She started tracking her spending, cutting out unnecessary purchases, and connecting to people who had her now new money mindset. She challenged us to become honest with ourselves as we look at our relationship with money. This week, we will continue on the money path, but via a totally different tool. I just can't wait. And I will tell you in a bit who my guest is. But in the meantime, let me remind you that the entrepreneurial you is supported by hennikawatkisporter.com the national people's cooperative bank of jamaica limited and their new partners welcome to them they're committed to the growth and development of their members and of course long-standing partner the jamaica stock exchange and you should also check out their podcast proudly hosted and produced by me it's called the jamaica stock exchange and you now here's a word from the Jamaica Stock Exchange. And after that, I will be introducing my amazing guest and we will get our conversation started. My guest on episode 269 of the Entrepreneur Review today is Dino Hines. Now, Dino is a career banker with 30 years of experience in investment and commercial banking. Dino has been an entrepreneur since 2014, and he is a chairman at Microfinance Solutions, and that's MFS Group Limited. Welcome, welcome, Dino. Thank you very much for having me. So I want to get into a little bit about why what you love about being Jamaican. Well, I mean, being Jamaican is so unique, you know. Um, I've traveled to a few countries, and um, one of the things that, you know, is really exciting is how people react to you as a Jamaican. 
when you travel and you know even as a jamaican when you go abroad and you know it's nice to experience other cultures but when you're there you miss yard so much you know you can't wait to come back home to experience or to, to enjoy our cooking or beaches and just overall our culture Yes, absolutely. Totally agree with you. I've been to quite a number of countries myself. And every time I go and people recognize, oh, I'm Jamaican. Oh, my gosh. No matter what, like, you know, the, the whole red carpet spread out and all of these things, because we have such an amazing impact globally on the world. And sometimes we don't even realize and we take it for granted. But, yeah, we are amazing. We're little, but we're Talawa. Uh, we can't say that enough. All right. Indeed. So, Dino, 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 it is. it just feel like catching up with an old friend, which actually it is <laughs> today. I mean, I would have expressed to you offline how proud I am of your accomplishments. I remember us um, from UE days studying together. Then we worked at an organization um, together for a, a point. And just to watch your journey um, into entrepreneurship, you know, just um, killing the, the finance sector really really love it really really proud of proud of what you've accomplished did you think that you would have accomplished the things that you have well um from the very outset you know um we kind of set out well i set out to actually um grow an organization that can be a difference in the jamaican landscape so i i expected um us to achieve what we have achieved so far and my expectation is that we'll be achieving even more in the very near future. All right. Before we even go into, you know, you creating that organization and accomplishing all the things which we're going to talk a little bit about, um, just talk, let's let's get into your uh, your journey through when do you recognize that you have this love for finance, one, and then when did you know that you want to pursue an entrepreneur, um, entrepreneurial venture? All right, so in terms of the finance, because, you know, in school, in high school especially, I wanted to be an accountant. Um, however, I think I did um, a summer job at Citizens Bank um, when I was in um, grade 10, and that's where I actually Donkey's started. ears. Yeah, years ago. <laughs> and that's where I actually started to, you know, love banking, understand more about banking, and wanted to get into that space. So after school, um, I decided I switched and I decided from accounting and decided I wanted to pursue a career in banking instead. Mm -hmm. And then your entrepreneurial journey, you know, when did that bug start to kind of bite you? So, I mean, you know, I grew up in a family that um, is, was mostly go to school, get an education, get a great job. You know, that's as, what, as most of us. Yeah, that was the, 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 what was instilled in you, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think in about 2010, I, you know, I was um at the Jamaica Observer Award um function, and um the the I can't remember his name now. Um, he started um the party franchise in the United States, Golden Cross. Yes. yes. So um, he, he was awarded that year. And, you know, in listening to his story and also recognizing that he was originally. Lowell Hawthorne. Yeah. <laughs> the baker's son he had written yeah. up to. Mm -hmm. And realizing that he was also originally from the same 
country or bush as my family is from. I started yeah, deeply thinking, rural Jamaica, right? Yeah, where is that? Thinking. Where is that? Tell us. <laughs> so it's a place called um Lucky Hill, upside topside Glengarf up in that area. Mm-hmm. So um that's where um I kind of started saying, you know, I would love to actually one day establish a company, create a legacy just like he did. Amazing. And he has an amazing story. Such a pity. But anyway, we won't go into that. But just an amazing story of what is possible. Right. And even when I look at you now, I, I thought to myself, you know, if I had pursued banking, if I had pursued finance, maybe, you know. But anyway, it is what it is. And I, I really love what I'm doing right now. So our journey will take us on the path that we need to be on. So, right. yes, you, you, you found that, you know, the entrepreneurial bug bites you. And uh, what was the first venture that you started? So um, it was microfinancing solutions, which was a very small payday loan company at the time. Um, so that was the very first um, venture that we got involved in. And that was in, I was still employed at the time when I actually started um my MFS. Well, I, I didn't start it from scratch. I actually bought it from from someone. Um, oh, so that long time in the acquisition business. All right, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was in that was in 2012, and then in 2014, um, mm. I went in full time. Okay, and what has that? So you have transitioned from, you know, you buying the the, the business from somebody, and you started your same day uh, loan, payday loan kind of a thing. How has it evolved over time? So over time, we have evolved into what is what we now define as a small private equity firm, because um, from from the jump, we decided that we wanted to not be in just one area; we wanted to be diversified. You know, um, it's it's kind of it's kind of taking on what I learned in the financial sector and saying, okay, um, what do I what did I um, always preach to my clients, right? diversification is key if one area is not doing great today then um you know the, another area is doing great preaching to my client about multiple stream of income um that is kind of the same principle that has decided to employ um as an entrepreneur so we um got into um several other um line of businesses manufacturing and distribution personal care um retail um all type of other companies we either bought or held a majority stake in. And when you talk about diversification being key, it sounds a lot like one of our partners, the National PC Bank. They started out doing agricultural, um, focusing on the agricultural sector, and now they have diversified in a range of industry, um, you know, uh, doing microfinance, insurance, and wealth management projects. So over time, how... Um, in terms of your revenue growth, when you when you're looking at doing just you know the same day the payday loan kind of a thing versus no, what has been that difference in revenue for you? How has it impacted your bottom line? I mean, it, the the revenue growth was phenomenal. Um, we have always considered so over time we transitioned microfinancing solutions from being a payday um, loan company into being a full service money services company. So we started offering other products and services, foreign exchange trading, um, remittances, bill payment. Um, and that has 
remained our flagship company and a company which has kind of fueled the growth that we have taken into all the other areas. Um, going into other areas has impacted our revenues positively. And we have seen where and, and on an annual basis, based on our acquisitions and so on, we have been doing growth of 50% and sometimes even more per, per annum mm -hmm. as we grow as an organization. Amazing. I'm going to be talking about acquisition a little um, further into our conversation. But what has been the support like for you in terms of from your team's perspective? How challenging is it to get the buy-in, you know, into the direction that you want to go and the vision that you have for the business? Well, I mean, I think I'm really blessed from day one. I've had a really good team. I've had a really strong um, support from family, primarily from friends who have always supported, um, you know, what I'm doing, my vision, who have always supported by being customers um, for the company. Um, we have a core team of persons who um, have really been making sacrifices for the company, working for not great salaries, but believing in the long-term vision and believing that there'll be a payoff at the end. So, you know, I'm really thankful for that. Yeah, because I know as a, as a you know entrepreneur myself, one of the hardest things to to have you know um, in the way that you want it is to get the right team together. Uh, it's not an easy. It's, it's it's very. It can be very frustrating. Believe me, I know. So when yeah. you when you do find those um, team members that are really bought into the vision, um, that makes it a lot easier to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. What keeps Dina up at nights? You know. Um, as it relates to business? Well, I mean, over the years, different things have kept me up at night. Um, you know, you start out as a company, as a small company, you're growing, um, your expenses are growing, um, you know, your payroll so is So it's a revenue, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm the type of person who I literally am motivated by the challenges and so on. You know, ambition can be stressful, you know. Um, I, we have literally grown our business to a point where a lot of persons would be would be would be satisfied and be okay, but we are not satisfied. So wanting to ensure that we actually achieve the objectives that we have set out for ourselves over the past five to eight years is one of the things that um you know keeps me going but also keeps me um stressed <laughs> <laughs> and motivated all a combination of all those emotions all right yeah. so we're gonna let me just take a pause right here to highlight a review that came from one of my listeners and then we will come right back and talk about the acquisition um the recent acquisition by mfs group so this review comes from keisha bailey money maven she's a jamaican that is based in canada and her review is entitled Henneke is the real deal. I'm really inspired by Henneke's work with this platform. Her energy and passion come through on each episode. I started as a guest and now I am a big fan and continued listener. Keep up the excellent work. Thank you so much, Keisha. Really appreciate the review um, from you. I appreciate that you were on as a guest and that you, you know, are now a fan. 
And if you have written a review, please let me know at hennikawatkisport at gmail.com so that I can shout you out right here on this podcast. Big up, big up to all of you who continue to listen. Without you, this podcast simply would not make sense. So I appreciate you wholeheartedly. Thank you so much. All right. Let's get back to the meat of the matter with Dino Hines, my guest, who has been talking about his journey into entrepreneurship, building MFS Group Limited. And now let's talk about that recent acquisition by the MFS Group of SSL Venture Capital Jamaica. All right, Dino, big move, big move, big move. All right, let's start there. Why? <laughs> well, it fits. It, it, <laughs> the, the acquisition fits in our, into our long-term um, plans. So we actually set ourselves, uh, earlier we spoke about the fact that we transitioned into being a private equity company. And, you know, we have set our sights on being like a, the premier private equity company in the Caribbean, not just in Jamaica, but in the Caribbean, where um, micro, small, medium-sized enterprises can actually attract capital and we can actually um, input or add our expertise to the growth of this sector um, across the Caribbean, across the entire region. So um, the company um, in 2018, I think, um, transitioned into being a venture capital company. So that model um, was, while not perfect, it closely aligned to our vision. So we saw it as a great opportunity to do this acquisition. Mm -hmm. All right. So... I know that based on a lot of the history, as you know, in Jamaica, we seem to go, the stock market seems to be a little bit based on vibes, right? Right. <laughs> and over the past number of years, this um, particular stock has been given some bad vibes, as it were. Uh, how do you intend to turn that around and shift those bad energies into good energies? So let me, let me say that I think that already if you have looked at um because if you have looked at the the movement in the in the in the um the stock since um the acquisition you would have seen that the market has is already showing a lot of confidence in our team and our ability to actually turn the company around we already have portfolio companies which are fast growing um profitable and which are already known in the market and you know that kind of gives us we're so therefore we're not starting from zero. Um the plan already is to use this company um in in like a SPAC to actually acquire um some of our portfolio companies. And over time we'll make announcements as to what these um what form this will take and also um the timeline in terms of some of these acquisitions. And we're also looking to, in a very, in very short order, to grow these companies via um, organic, organic growth or, or other acquisitions. All right. So, yeah, other acquisitions. Can you give us some insight into what some of these other acquisitions might be? Well, we have, we have pipelines. We have a pipeline right now with a number of companies that we're looking at. Um, we can't really say publicly because, as you would understand, We'd be under um, NDAs, so we can't say publicly what these are until we reach the point where we have signed on the dotted line. But you know, we're 
our team is doing our due diligence and trying to ensure that we're actually making the right um, acquisitions that fit into our long-term goals. Mm -hmm. And any particular um, industry focus? Well, um, <laughs> yes. I Since mean, you can't tell us uh, which ones, but you can probably give us insight into the industries. Well, um, we're not biased against any industry. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm starting by saying that we will look at any industry, but we're starting out by looking at um, financial products and services and um, real estate. So we have a focus on those two right now, but we are willing to expand and to look at any industry as we grow because we think the team is strong enough. And another thing that's important to us is that we will not be going into any company that does not have strong leadership and strong corporate governance. So in, that's key for us as we move forward. Mm -hmm. And um, in terms of the, the, the business life cycle, what particular stage of um, those businesses would you be looking to? So right now, we're not really interested in startups. We're more interested, interested in companies that are early at our early stage fast-growing companies so we're not really looking for mature companies either mm -hmm. um but we're looking for companies that um have a strong annual growth rate companies that are already generating over 100 million dollars per annum and you know that will fit nicely in terms of our portfolio so in light of the environment that we're now operating in you're hearing persons speculating about the big r whether or not we're going to be heading into a, a recession here in jamaica right. what is kind of your outlook where the financial sector is concerned and also real estate those two in particular jamaica has come a long way in terms of our economy and i think our economy is is um very resilient right now as opposed to a number a couple of years ago when we would easily be affected by certain shocks um, with that saying, you know, recession is a possibility, but I think that um, where, the, where the greatest risk is now to us, I think, is um, managing inflation and um, the interest rate. In terms of using um, the interest rate to manage inflation, if you're not careful, then you could actually push the economy into a recession and... Um, affect some of our strongest sectors such as the real estate you know our people ability to be able to afford their mortgages and so on but i think that you know I, I think i have a lot of confidence in the government to be able to balance um that and walk that type through between um the inflation and the interest rate and also to ensure that um this strategy of increasing interest rate is a short-term strategy and therefore, I expect that we will come out um, quite fine in the long run. I think that the the work that was done over the past um, four to five years in terms of economic management, in terms of prudence by the government, is going to serve us well in terms of managing our current situation. And if you were the Minister of Finance, let me pose that question. What, if anything, would you have been doing differently? <laughs> I know it's usually a very political question, but I have to ask it. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the thing about it in terms of there's not a lot because 
a lot of the, the, the challenges that we're facing now as a country is, um, is based on external factors. So a lot of the inflation that is, that is affecting Jamaica is based on supply chain issues, is based on oil prices. And a lot of these factors are external to us as a country. There are things that are outside of our control. They're doing really well in terms of um, some of the things that are within our control, like um, the exchange rate. You would have seen the Jamaican dollars revalued against the US dollar quite nicely over the past um, few months. So that is um, good. Um, another thing that's something that is really needed is to actually um, improve in terms of our manufacturing and 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 distribution, our, our ability to produce a lot more of what we actually need for consumption locally, and be less dependent, you know, in terms of um, importing almost everything because that's where we are now. Our entire food supply and so on is imported. So one um, long term. The government needs to be able to ensure that Jamaica as a country um, improve in terms of our exports, in terms, improve in terms of our manufacturing and distribution. All right, Mr. Minister of Finance in the making. <laughs> All right, so what should investors, speak to the investors now in the SSL Venture Capital, um, you know, share, what should they be looking forward to? investors shareholders should be confident that the team that is currently um with the company um combined with over 100 years experience as a team you know we understand fully well how to generate wealth or to generate wealth um value for um our stakeholders and that's what they will be seeing over the next couple of months um so i think people can take confidence in that in terms of the revival of the company so i mean i don't want to uh I, you know i'm not trying to 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 give investment advice in terms of right. you know, shareholders as to what they should do in terms of the shares not financial what, advice right just what education we, yeah <laughs> what we can what we can say is that you know um as you look over the next two quarters you should start seeing the improvement in the company's fortune in terms of the revenues and you know, I think um, stay, all stakeholders will be happy with that. All right. And what would your final thoughts be um, to everyone listening to this podcast right now? You know, you know finally, I want to say, um, well, first, I want to thank um, everyone for the support. You know, it has been tremendous in terms of our employees, in terms of um, the support from um, the entire sector in terms of the regulators who guided us through this acquisition and all of that. I want to say thanks for that. Um, I want to say um, thank you very much for having me on. Um, you yourself being an entrepreneur will understand the journey and understand the highs and also and the, the lows, lows and everything yeah. in between. <laughs> and everything in between. But understand that one of the things that you have to recognize is that if you want to create something not just for yourself but generational wealth um entrepreneurship is probably the only guaranteed way to get that done 
-hmm. Whether directly or indirectly through investing in other companies. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Dino, um, persons are interested to connect with you. How may they do that? Well, they can. Um, they can reach me. I mean, my number is public now, so I can't even repeat it. Uh, it was published on the Stock Exchange website, 876 5090395. Or you can reach me at dinoheinz.mfsgroup at gmail.com. And anything else in between, I'm available to speak always. We will actually start. Uh, we we used to have quarterly forums where we sp spoke to our, our all our stakeholders, our clients, investors, and we will revive that soon. So persons will have the opportunity to connect directly with us and the team. All right. Sounds fantastic. I think I remember attending one, so I'm looking forward to, to seeing those happening again. All right. So my guest today has been Dino Hines, and he's a chairman at MFS Group Limited. Thank you so much, Dino, for spending time with us today. Thank you very much. All right. And thank you for listening to the Entrepreneurial You, this episode with Dino Hines. There has been so many gems that Dino shared and just his general uh, pursuit of entrepreneurship from working in the banking and finance sector into actually pursuing his own venture and now taking over other ventures, right? So that for me is inspiring and it's inspiring particularly because he's somebody that I've known for a very long time through the university, through other corporate um, entities and stuff. And so hearing him share his story on this podcast for me, it just gives me hope as a Jamaican that we can accomplish great things. Um, you know, when he was talking about, you know, if you want to accomplish great things, uh, generational wealth, uh, entrepreneurial ventures is a way to go. Immediately as he was speaking, what came to mind is just being, you know, a true Jamaican myself who love Patois. That if you want good in those of your own, that's pretty much what it is in a nutshell, right? So that has been quite inspiring. I'd love to hear from you, though, what your takeaway is, what stood out for you on this episode. So then send me your feedback at hennikawatkisporter at gmail.com or on social media at Henika Watkiss Sports. And remember to follow this podcast on your favorite podcast app, whether it's Google, Apple, Stitcher, or whatever, or connect with me for all things podcasting at HennikaWatkissPorter.com. I truly want to thank my sponsors, the Jamaica Stock Exchange, the National PC Bank of Jamaica. I'm so inspired and excited because, of course, a new partner and they're committed to the growth and development of their members established long ago to help, you know, those that are in the agri sector and now they've diversified. So welcome on board the National PC Bank, the National People's Cooperative Bank of Jamaica Limited. And of course, thanks to HennyCoWalkinsPorter.com for supporting this podcast and making it possible i leave you today according to the scriptures a wise man thinks ahead a fool doesn't and even brags about it proverbs 13 verse 16 no and i mean to say not the bible says so so don't blame me don't throw stones at me it's the bible do take care of yourself walk good until we see each other again virtually <laughs>